Well, we have the famous story this morning of David and Goliath. And we probably heard this when we were children. I know I did. I probably heard it when I was six years old. And uh, it's a very memorable story. And you have the, the little guy, Goliath. I get a kick out of him. He basically, when he sees that he was, a, he was youthful and ruddy and handsome, he despises him. So basically he's like, what is this pretty boy coming up? Who does this guy think he is? Um, so you got, the, but the, the main point here is you got this little guy, and then you got a big guy, and the little guy beats the big guy. Why though? What's the point? The point is that the little guy, in his, in his weakness, in his relative weakness, was, uh, dependent upon God, whereas the big guy, um, in his pride was really kind of relying upon himself and his own strength. And uh, this is <clears throat> this is a, um, an image of the humility of Jesus Christ and his defeat of the devil. Goliath, the giant, stands in for and represents uh, Satan. And David is a type of the Messiah. He's a symbol of the Messiah. So Jesus, in his weakness, goes to the cross. And uh, he doesn't fight, just like David didn't take up a sword or armor and overcomes Goliath, so Jesus didn't fight or resist and didn't use carnal or worldly means uh, to, um, to fight the devil, and he beat the devil. Um, and ironically, too, if you look at the story again with David and Goliath, I think there's a deeper parallel, too, because uh, Jesus, or I'm sorry, David... Um, uses Goliath's own sword to cut off his head after he knocks him down with the, with the stone. He uses Goliath's own sword. So, uh, and this is really what happens too between Christ and the devil. The devil thinks that he's going to defeat Jesus by, um, like we hear in the gospel today, kind of inspiring the envy and the hatred with the, with the Pharisees and the Herodians to go into, um, kill Jesus and get him to the cross. So the cross was the, initially it was the weapon of the devil. It was his sword, and he thought he was going to defeat Jesus with the cross. But the cross then becomes the very weapon that that gets turned on the devil, and Jesus uses it to defeat him instead. And he does that through humility and uh, by trusting not in his own strength, but in divine power. <clears throat> we see this with the Blessed Virgin Mary as well. Um, interestingly enough, many, uh, many exorcists who, who, who fight the devil you know, in, a, in a very direct way on a regular basis, they report, and it's a very common, common report, I mean, it's a common testimony, just comes from just common experience of exorcists, that... <clears throat> Um, when they're, when they're uh, expelling, when they're working to expel a demon out of a person who's authentically possessed by, by a demon, the name of the Blessed Virgin Mary, using Mary, invoking Mary, calling upon her, is somehow more terrifying and more uh, effective a means and a method of exorcism than anything else, even than the name of Jesus. Even than the name of Jesus. And um, 
one one exorcist I read a book one exorcist you know basically you know made the demon confess as to why is it why is it that the name of Mary somehow you guys go nuts you just it's just complete torture for you and they say because it and the response was because it's more humiliating to be defeated by a weak small human woman than it is to be defeated by God himself and that's where we see you know in our statues you see in the common statue there's Mary and she's stepping on the the head of the serpent which is she defeated the devil it's uh this is the wisdom of God that he takes this weak instrument, this, this woman, and it's through her fiat, through her consent to God's divine plan, in her weakness, in her humility, that the devil is overthrown. So this is the wisdom of God that the weakness of man, that the weakness of his uh, weakest creatures would be used by him as a weapon to overthrow the pride and the strength of, of the devil. In our own lives, it's when we are weak that we find God's power and strength in our um, moral lives, in our spiritual lives. I often counsel penitents. They say they have got a particular sin that's a bad habit or whatever it might be. It feels like it's a monkey on their back. They just can't get this thing off. And I, and I, I often ask them, you know, maybe you want to examine yourself for pride. Are you relying on your own strength too much to try to overcome this particular bad habit that you're dealing with? Oftentimes, when we can't seem to win the battle, we have to ask ourselves, is it because we're relying too much on ourselves? Is it really kind of a secret pride that's actually inhibiting us from from winning the battle? And so I just leave that uh, leave you with that. Um, the wisdom of God that is uh, his power is made, made perfect in weakness.